Hello and welcome to the Teeth of Grace. My name is Sarah Schaefer and I'm here with Kathy Loudenberg. We are excited that you have joined us once again today. Today we are going to be looking at the book of Ephesians. If you happen to have a Bible app on your phone or possibly a paper Bible near you, we encourage you to turn to Ephesians chapter 5. We might be jumping around a little bit, but generally speaking, we want to talk through these scriptures because they really are kind of the next step from all that we talked about in all the episodes we discussed in October. Yeah. I just love that he always gives us a roadmap too. Not only does he tell us what to do or not to do, or the truth that we need to know this about the demons and darkness and about heaven and hell and about Satan and right. what we've done. Through, we're going to take back the month of October and just see majesty. That's our heart. But he gives us a roadmap then. How do you do that? It's like a teacher. you got to learn your prepositions, but then you got to teach them how do they do that. Mm -hmm. And I love this whole section, Sarah. It, it touches on so many things that we have talked about over the last four podcasts. Absolutely. And do you I, want to read it? I love it when you read scripture. <laughs> or I'll love it. I love this passage, but I might go off on 20 bunny trails. You, you'd probably get a better read. <laughs> I'll do a read through and then you go off on your bunny trails. There you go. All right. Sounds like a deal. Okay. I'm starting. Good thing I have you. <laughs> in Ephesians chapter five, I'm going to start in verse six. And so if you don't have a Bible or you're driving or something, please just feel free to listen. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light mm. in the Lord. Walk as children of light, mm -hmm. for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. Mm -hmm. For anything that is visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish. But understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. How rich is God's word? Oh my goodness. And I think you should congratulate me for not going on any bunny trails. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why I have you. <laughs> we, we'd be here all day on one scripture if you, if you only had me. So. <laughs> but there's so much oh, in here. There's so much in here. That's what we tried to do for these four weeks. Uh, verse 13, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. So what, what, a, what a verse to go to because we've talked about the truth of Halloween and we've talked about the truth of the devil versus God. And we've also talked about, I've often brought up my sexual sin and I love that you left this part and you started where you were. Um, cause you started in six, uh, let no one deceive you with empty words for the things which I don't do these things. 
Can I read the first few? Sure. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. That's what we talked about last week of grow up into all as aspects, grow up into Christ, right. become Christ right? in every way, thoughts, actions. I mean, you're not Christ, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but be entertained. Be imitated. She just looked at me, by the way, when she said, you are not Christ. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I'm just working uh, to be like him. <laughs> you know, this is such serious stuff, but we have a lot of fun. Okay. So I think now, God's chuckling. Now that we've established okay. I'm not God, go yeah. ahead. Okay. So. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. And now here we go. Just more scripture about things I've shared in my own life. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as fitting for saints, neither filthiness, nor uh, foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather the giving of thanks. For this you know, no fornicator, unclean person, covetous man, an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of God in Christ. Hmm. You know, Sarah, this is just so, so rich and it's full of exhortation. We've talked a lot about sexual sin and we're going to get into that more because I do have all the scriptures on homosexuality that I really want to share my heart about one day because I've been there many times and for many years. Mm -hmm. But what I love the most about this is that it's, it's so clear have nothing to do with these things, yet expose them. And I think I think this is where the present Christian church in this country has really fallen. Really, we're we're still in kindergarten on this. We've been we've kind of given into a just this um, just love and grace, love and grace, love and grace. And that's what we do. He says, have nothing to do with them, expose them. And I'm just going to read you all the Greek words that are in this, the meaning of expose. Okay. Because this is what God's telling us to do. If we don't know what to do tomorrow, it's right here in Ephesians. Because of all these things, because he's in the light and he doesn't want us in the dark, and because we're asleep in verse 14 and he doesn't want us to be arise from the dead and Christ will give you. I mean, we've already talked about all these things, but that word expose in the Greek means to confute, to admonish, to convict, to convince to tell a fault, to rebuke, hmm. to reprove. Hmm. That one verse is the litmus test, I think. Am I really walking in Christ? Because he did all these things. Hmm. Did he rebuke the scribes and the Pharisees? Oh, like every other day and <laughs> reprove them 
And he told them their faults. You're greedy and you're whitewashed tombs and you, and you steal from the people and you have all this wealth while they go hungry. He didn't convince a lot of them. Most of them <laughs> were not saved. He convicted all of them. Mm -hmm. you, this is what you're doing to my church. He confuted and admonished. He called them out. Mm -hmm. He called them out. And I can almost feel listeners cringing. Like, I don't want to call anybody out. I just want to. We, we want Christianity to be comfortable. And it's very politically correct. It's very cool to be politically correct right now. Well, what does that mean for heaven's sakes? Look at our politics. Anything of the Bible in any of that? We, we want to be liked. Do we want to be liked by others more than we want God to say, well done? Hmm. Who do we want to please? I, I've been told before when I reproved uh, a dear friend um, that she was off track with what was going on in this one Bible study. And I was told I was legalistic and judgmental. Hmm. That's where we've come in the church. Because we've gotten into so much license. Hmm. And we've left the bedrock of the scriptures to a good degree. We don't, we will eventually on the podcast talked about holiness. And we will talk about those things that God cares about. We just go along. Mm -hmm. We just go along. Thank God, Sarah. I had friends that would confront me, confront me when I was in these relationships. We are to do these things for this. If we know why Jesus, why does Jesus do these things to us? Why is Jesus meticulously honest with us for our growth, right? Mm -hmm. For our growth. Like you're a mom. You don't want them to stay in their two-year-old behavior, their three-year-old or their five-year-old. You don't want them. You talked about one of your daughters being a liar. You didn't say, oh, yeah, it's okay, honey. Right. You, you reproved and rebuked and said, no, that's not a good thing. No mm -hmm. fault. I mean, you did this. You convinced. We need people in our lives that have the guts to do these things. And if you're listening... I, I, I'm just going to say it. Have some guts. Mm -hmm. Have some guts. If you're a Christian and you love Jesus, he says right here what to do. These verbs are strong, strong, strong verbs. Have nothing to do with unfruitful deeds of darkness. If you're doing Halloween this next week and you're celebrating it, have nothing to do with unfruitful deeds of darkness but confute, admonish, convict, commence, telephone, rebuke, and reprove. Will that person be happy? Well, I got criticized for it. I got called legalistic. But this is what Jesus does for us, for our good. It's not legalistic. It's truth to help us grow up. God's goal is that we're being grown into his image. Mm -hmm. So to do that, if he didn't do any of these things, I had a dear friend whose son was little. He was just a little guy. He could walk and he would always put his hands on the stove and they'd always slap his hands because they had the burners that were the regular old burners. And he just persisted, strong-willed little boy. And he just kept, and I was over there one day with Joe, we were doing worship together. And uh, we played in a, in a group for a long time and uh, together. And as he got older and older and he could reach the burners, you know, they'd slap him and just re and rebuke him. And they didn't want him to burn himself. All of this stuff, all of these strong verbs that we are commanded to do, 
expose, come from that word, expose them, bring them to light. If we bring things to light, Satan can't get in because he brings the darkness. Mm. And Jesus wants us to walk in the light as he is in the light. So I was over there with Joe this one day. And uh, this little this little guy's name, Paul, um, he was walking toward the stove and the burners were on. Mm. There was two, there were two burners on because Joe was getting ready to uh, we were getting ready to have some soup, he and his wife, and he said, "Paul, don't don't do that, don't do that." Hmm. But he'd already been, they had tried every form of discipline they could, so he reached up and he touched those burners with eight fingers, and took his hands off and screamed and yelled, and they got him to a doctor and bandaged him and took care of his blisters. He never touched the stove again. Hmm. It's in parenting, but it's also in claiming to be a Christian. There's only Satan and God. There is no middle ground. If you're lukewarm, he's going to spit you out of his mouth. This warfare between good and evil, if we don't expose it, here's how I look at these words. I was called legalistic. And it's done for a minute. But I knew I was speaking the truth in love for their own sake. If we don't get this, we become complicit with Satan mm -hmm. to keep silent in my mind, in my heart. If I don't have the courage to reprove or rebuke you, how am I helping you? Especially if it's something dark. Just like he, they wanted to protect that little boy. They did everything to dissuade him. And, in, and Americans have some strong self-will because we've always had freedom. Mm -hmm. We've always been had freedom. And it hurt my heart, hurt Joe's heart, hurt my, Linda's heart. And his poor little fingers, they hurt for weeks until those blisters broke. We are told to do this in Ephesians because... God has nothing, none of these other things in the first part, the uncleanness, the sexual stuff, the filthiness, the foolish talking, the bad jokes, the fornicators, all the sins that we are prone to, he says, have nothing to do with these things, rather expose them. And I hope as people listen to me here, listeners, that My heart is always to be obedient to God. And if he says confute and admonish and convict and convince and tell a fault and rebuke and reprove, if I don't, I'm disappointing him mm -hmm. and I'm leaving you in darkness. I'm just going to be quiet and let you burn your hands or burn your feet when you walk into that gay bar or, or, or kill somebody when you drive drunk. We, if we're going to walk as Christ, we need to get better about doing what we're told to do don't have anything to do with these things, but expose them. That's how Jesus sets us free. We must do the same. Mm -hmm. It's not this passive gospel. Sarah, it's okay. It's okay. No, it's, that's, not, that's okay that you did this or that. We, we placate. We, we have bought this. Just be well-liked. Mm -hmm. Who do you want to be liked by? Mm -hmm. Satan and his hordes or Jesus? Who do you want to hear mocking you? Like, well, now you're walking in the darkness, good, because you won't expose this. Or do you want to hear Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant? Mm -hmm. 
I was thinking about what you were saying about where, where does this go if we don't expose people? And I think Kathy, you and I would not be sitting here having this conversation if somebody had not come into your life and told you the truth. If Pat had not knocked down that door yeah. and actually introduced you to Jesus. I'd be in hell after suicide time. Right. And she wouldn't have, I mean, she could have just said something, um, Mushy. Mushy. I love you. Don't, oh, I, I held me. Oh, it's okay. That wouldn't have saved you. No. It, you would have ended up, you would have been still in the darkness. You would have been still yeah, bondage. in bondage. And instead she brought the truth in love and saved your life. Yes. We're not talking just about keeping people away from, it's not about behavior. It's about life and death. It is. It is. It's between being in Christ or out of Christ. And if we're out of Christ and there's only two choices, we're in Satan. Mm -hmm. We're in sin. True. Those are the only two forces out there, really, spiritually. And, and if we're not in Christ and doing these things and we're condoning, then we're sinning. Right. Which means at, at that moment, we're not in Christ. We're listening to people around us or we want to be liked or right. we're thinking about our own ego or we're not walking as the Lord commands us to walk. Right. Well, and I know um, just when you said we're in Satan, I know some people are going to say, well, well, okay. But what the Bible does say for sure is that we're either enslaved to righteousness or we're enslaved to unrighteousness. Yeah. We're either enslaved to living a life that's full of doing what's right and good, or we're kind of stuck doing what's not right, right. and what's um doing the wrong things and, and speaking the wrong way and acting in ways that are destructive and hurtful, both to ourselves and to the people around us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God's got clear boundaries and we, we, um, it's just this mushy, mushy grace of just always make people feel good. I, I remember when I first shared my testimony at a huge Bible study and it was Paul and it was, he was talking about homosexual. He's very, very clear. It's a sin you commit against your own body like mutilation, these sex changes. It's something we do. It's God created these bodies to be holy and to be filled with him. That's what he did. Relationship. He breathed life into us. He wants us to be one with him. He calls us his bride and he's our groom. So there's a holiness to be had. And when we don't, when we slough on this uh, and, and, and choose being liked over being honest or truthful, it's really kind of like we're washing our hands and saying, Hey, I don't care if that person goes downhill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not love. It's not love. It made me feel better and I'm protected and they didn't disown me. I, I, I got called legalistic and I haven't been back. I was asked to be back in leadership and I said, no, because I, I confronted them on some things about the approach to the Bible that he's and, and God, that it's holy. And, uh, and that, some things need to be taken a lot more seriously. So I just want to encourage everybody out there that in the times in which we live right now, there's no better time than right now when so many things are being bought. When, when Halloween's been bought and I, this week, witches will be doing things and they'll have their sances and their cults and they'll sacrifice babies and they'll ruin dogs and cats as we watch the Americans, the United States of America go downhill fast from what we once were, from our biblical basis, 
we're only one, we're the only ones that are left to do this, mm -hmm. to rise to the occasion like Esther did. She certainly didn't know she was going to be the highest. I mean, that story is so sweet and so ridiculous. Right. Her age and her, I mean, hello. Well, we're in that same place. For such a time as this, have nothing to do with un deeds of darkness. Rather expose them. Mm -hmm. Because when we bring something to the light, the light fills us. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kathy. Listeners, I hope that you can hear our hearts. I mean, Kathy's heart to me is just oozing out of all of the words that she's saying of how much she loves you, how much she longs for the church to be the true bride of Christ and not the wishy-washy, placating, sort of half in our own stubbornness and sort of half godly. There's just really no such thing, for one thing. And so I pray that you can hear that coming through. And I just want to remind us of this from John 3. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, yeah. because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may clearly be seen that his works have been carried out in God. Oh, and Sarah, as you read that, I just thought the beauty of all that. I just, we'll give account one day. We will give account. That gives me great pause. I don't want to see somebody whom I love. I don't want to hear him say, "Not well done. You're going to hell." I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be complicit in that. Mm -hmm. I. I don't. You know what I mean? I, w love isn't just this sappy condone everything and and love is. They tell them the truth that they might be free. Listeners, thank you for joining us. We have been honored to spend this month with you. Mm -hmm. If you've missed any of our podcasts, obviously you are able to go back and get those. We offer everything for free. We don't include commercials on purpose. And we just want you to hear the heartbeat of God. That's really ultimately where we're going with this. And of course, we're two imperfect people doing that, but we love you and we love him and we thank you for joining us today you can reach us at kathy at the teeth of grace.com or sarah at the teeth of grace.com we would love to hear from you hear any feedback you want to give to us we pray that this has been a blessing to you and if so we ask that maybe you share this with a friend 
Again, no commercials, no cost, just truth and love. Hello and welcome to the Teeth of Grace podcast. Today we continue with our best of series, hearing one from around Halloween time in October of 2021. We aired this episode and shared with you the realities of the evil that is in the world. I pray that you'd listen with an open heart and knowing that God has got us protected at all times.